Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Tissue Link Americas. This is our second um, go at it. I'm joined with Hector Hurtado. I'm joined by Hector Hurtado, who is our Latin America correspondent or collaborator, whatever you like to call him. He's also one of the co-founders of the Latin America portal. Hey, Hector, thank you for joining us again this month. Hey, Brian, how are you? I'm doing great and looking forward to talking about some of the topics we have for today. Um, again, this is a, a summary of some of the news articles that were most important this month. So we have decided to talk on about basically three topics. The first being that in North America, we know that the costs have gone up to produce toilet paper and that a lot of that is due to raw materials purchases and importation of, of raw materials, especially pulp from Brazil and from other parts of the world. Uh, the demand for lumber and, and wood in North America has skyrocketed. Uh, there's many reports that um, home cost, uh, new home construction has gone up almost 25% because of the demand of, of, of lumber. Um, so that's very important uh, to know. The price of wood definitely affects uh, raw material to make toilet paper. Uh, Kimberly Clark also has announced that uh, due to this and due to many other factors, the first quarter sales has dropped 12%. Um, and Kimberly Clark is just the first to report this, but I'm assuming that many other manufacturers of toilet paper will be reporting this as well in the months to come. Um, and then our other topic that we'd like to discuss as well is the oversupply of toilet paper in the, in the, in the market right now. Um, we knew this was coming. Uh, we knew eventually this would hit, uh, that people would eventually have too much toilet paper in their home. And we still haven't returned quite fully to the offices, to the stadiums. And so the away from home market hasn't quite returned yet as well. Um, so we, we'll see how long these, these, um, these themes last in the industry. But Hector, I wanted to ask you, are you seeing some of these similarities? Are, are, is there an oversupply to the uh, at home market in Latin America right now? Yes, we have, and uh, the converters that we have talked to and companies, uh, obviously a lot of them are launching new products. Uh, obviously some of them push because of COVID, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, products uh, with more sanitation and uh, different technologies uh, or different uh, amount of sheets on the rolls. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> there is capacity for production and uh, a lot of the converters have actually expressed that, that mm -hmm. uh, obviously their markets have somewhat regulated at the moment. Yeah, uh, with the supply and demand, and there's capacity for production, uh, and uh, it will be interesting, like you mentioned, because there there will be two pressures on the market at the moment, and I think the oversupply of products, uh, obviously, usually that tends to drive prices down, right? Yeah, uh, on normal conditions. But on the other side, we have the other pressure of increased uh, prices on raw materials. Like yeah, not only that, but the freight as well, yeah. uh, bringing either your raw material or finished products to the end users or distributors or supermarkets. And uh, you have these two forces that in a way, how are they going to shape uh, a little bit the pricing and the production in the sure. month to come in North America and Latin America as well. You know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, we'll see how that plays uh, because we also see a lot of uh, converters investing in new technology for mm -hmm. converting and paper making. And uh, obviously some of that is driven by improving their efficiency, but also improving the, the technology that they're putting on their finished products. Yeah, it's a very interesting time on the market uh, mm -hmm. to see how the market will, in a way, self-regulate and uh, come back to, to, I would say, a normal level. Uh, these yeah. two are quite strong, I would say. That's a good point you brought up, the fact that 
you're saying that there's some capacity down in Latin America. Uh, I think I'm assuming this, but the majority of people that I've talked to here, uh, I'm seeing about maybe an 80% um, run rate right now in, in production, where we were running at 100% for almost a year. Right. Um, so if there are companies running at 100%, I'm assuming that they're running at 100% to fill their inventory, to fill their warehouses right now, and to be ready just in case there's another run on product again. But going to the grocery store, going to your local Walmart or whatever, you're seeing the shelves full now. And you're seeing big markdowns on the products that were originally imported to help us with our demand here in North America. Uh, from places like, uh, I've seen a lot of uh, product from Turkey. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of product from Mexico. Those products now that people aren't as familiar with, I've seen them on the, the discount shelf with, uh, with, the, with a red tag, you know, for sale and, and, very, and, and, and very affordable. I've also been seeing that with the bamboo toilet paper as well. I don't know if the North American market has fully embraced bamboo yet. And I know there is some bamboo acceptance, but uh, well, from what I'm from what I'm seeing and what I've been being told is that um, it, it was a great year to introduce bamboo at a, at a high rate, uh, but that it's still not fully accepted yet. But it's in the works, right? We think there's going to be some sustainability questions there for people. People like that idea and want that idea introduced into their everyday life. And so that's definitely an effective, efficient way to do it. Uh, it's just going to take some time, I believe. Yeah, and, and like I said, uh, obviously we we've been tracking the pandemic month by month, week by week, and day by day. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, numbers keep changing. You know, sometimes we're at a high, sometimes we're at a low. But uh, for example, they they are releasing some of the European countries. They're releasing news that uh, they will start welcoming regular, normal tourism. Yeah. Starting the summer, you know, progressively May, June, July, depending on how the cases uh, mm -hmm. go up or down. But that may play another role also in the production of tissue paper. Yeah. You know, if we have more tourism, obviously the away from home market will be the first one to benefit from that. And maybe they at home a little bit as well. But mm -hmm. uh, again, we'll see these two, three months how, you know, uh, our traveling um, is allowed. And uh, maybe when we have this uh, tissue link in a few months, again, uh, we'll be having a different conversation. Yeah, no, absolutely. Of paper products, but uh, again, uh, at the moment, it, there seems to be always an oversupply of uh, finished products, and uh, obviously these market pressures of uh, price increases uh, are happening with the major producers in the world. And like you said, maybe some of the medium-sized and smaller-sized converters might follow that trend. And I think the away-from-home folks, the way that the people that are uh, the companies that are converting away-from-home products, I think they're starting to wake up. They're starting to produce. They know something's just around the corner, so they're getting ready. The folks that I've talked to, they are. They're getting ready to ramping up. Um, not even that that's just in case, but hey, it's, you know, the products are going to be needed very soon here. Right. So that's a good point. And I know we talked about this, but there's a, there was some big news in Latin America this past month about a, a company purchase, um, an SD purchased a company down there or more more shares of a company. Can you go over that one? Really yeah, quick? yeah. SCD obviously uh, has presence in Latin America. Uh, they have their own operation in Mexico, which is independent from the rest of Latin America. And uh, SCD in 1985, they actually bought shares at uh, Grupo Familia, which is located in Colombia. And the Grupo Familia has operations, manufacturing operations in eight countries in Latin America, not only for tissue, but also for uh, feminine pads and uh, also for diapers and other products. 
for home care. But um, SCD, as of uh, early this year, they own 50% of Grupo Familia, and they just made an announcement that they're going to buy another 44% of wow. the company. So that will make them the majority owner of the company with a 94% uh, mm-hmm. share on the company. Uh, so I think that's um, good news for the region in general. Uh, you know, we, we have uh, one of the major players in the world uh, solidifying their presence in Latin yeah. America. And I think this is only good news uh, for a group of family as well, you know, to continue their growth and uh, to continue their innovation as they're known as a company in the region. And uh, coincidentally, they just launched two new products in the market. And uh, one of them that I'm going to talk about is that uh, it, it was already familiar in the North American market, which is the soft pool. And this oh, is yeah. a JRT or uh, institutional bath tissue that you pull from the center, from the core. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they just released this product in, in, in Colombia. And, uh, you know, it shows you uh, the innovation that these companies are behind with their products. But, but yeah, we just announced that on Tissue Online Latin America this month. That's good news. I think um, SD obviously continue, continuing to uh, expand its presence around the world. Yeah. Obviously a major, major player in the tissue industry. And I think that that news further will improve the quality of life, you know, for, for uh, people in that region and also improve innovation throughout the world. You're bringing uh, high level technology and products um, to a country that might not have been as familiar before, but definitely, definitely being introduced now. Um, the real, the last thing I wanted to bring up was with, you know, companies operating at lower capacity now, I think it's a good time for suppliers to the industry, to the manufacturers of toilet paper and paper products. It's a good time for these companies to increase their maintenance spend as well. It's time to repair their machines. They've been running at 100% for almost a year. These machines are tired and they need some they need some help. And so good time for for um, suppliers to the industry to to look after their customers, to support their machinery, uh, to introduce new products. This is a time, you know, a lot of uh, maintenance managers and planners and and uh, project managers didn't have the time to even really visit with their suppliers now is a good time probably to visit with your supplier and to see how you can improve efficiencies your capacity um save money yeah. so you know it, it, there's always when it, when uh, when times are good times are good and there's going to be a slowdown and we anticipated that slowdown so make the best of your slowdown right um and so uh, that's basically the news i had uh, for North America, Latin America seems like you got good things going on down there. Is there anything else you'd like to add for Latin America before we no, sign off? Just, just to finish the last point that you mentioned, uh, some of the converters that we have talked to in the region, uh, they're also quoting and, and making investments on, like you said, improvements on their equipment, uh, whether adding capacity or to the existing lines, uh, adding components or units that would, on, would not only enhance efficiency, but also the quality of the products, you know, whether they're adding a lamination unit or a lock so with more capacity, uh, mm-hmm. not only to keep up with the demand, but also to improve uh, some of the products. Uh, as we have seen in Latin America, they have been launching a lot of new products recently, uh, not, not necessarily with new technology, but also uh, with the enhancements for the product mm-hmm. itself. So yeah. that goes in line with what you're mentioning right now with uh, maybe a slowdown a little bit on the production capacity. So they have the time now to take care of their equipment and uh, yeah. you know, uh, maybe update them a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Hector. And for those of you watching, um, I really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Uh, we'd like to, I'd like to also put a plug in for Tissue Online North America. For those of you listening, 
that have products that would benefit the tissue industry, join us on our marketing campaign. Reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you and show you how your company can be branded to the tissue industry. Uh, we're growing every day and we look forward to, to having you join us on a marketing campaign as well. So Hector, thank you so much for the time. Uh, appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next month. Thank you. See you next month.